Living Wisely, Living Well, March 9th. Be courteous equally to friends, foes, and strangers. Courtesy will win you respect and cooperation. And courtesy to friends will preserve that slight distance between you, which keeps friendship ever fresh, alive, and interesting. Swamiji said about himself, which was very interesting, he said, I'm different than most people. He said, I am the most careful with the people who are closest to me. And that was, it just was a very interesting comment, and I saw it. I saw it in, in my friendship and the friendship of many others. Um, he was married for a time. I saw it in the way he treated his wife. It was just the way he treated everyone. Now, most people think, oh, if you're close to me, that's my license to not have to be so careful. I remember uh, a, a man justified his treatment of his wife by saying, I have to put out energy all day. When I come home, I don't want to have to put out any more energy. And it was just like, wait a minute, there's something just a little bit wrong with this. I was talking to a friend recently who has a family, not a wife and children. I was suggesting to him, I said, stop working 30 minutes earlier. Just save something that's really good for when you get home. You know, it's just, it's just so simple and it's so obvious. Why would we spend everything we have away from those who are most important to us so by the time that we get home, we have nothing to give? And then we lose that which is closest to us, and then we lose everything. The whole thing goes apart. <coughs> but we forget. So Swamiji gives us the simplest rule, and that rule is courtesy. Just courtesy. I think I've mentioned in these uh, about a, a, a couple that I knew, and they had a great deal of conflict over the word what. Because when the man couldn't hear the woman, he would say, what? Like that. But if you were with anyone else, you wouldn't talk like that. You would say, could you repeat that? Excuse me, would you mind speaking a little louder? But somehow, because it would be discourteous to just in that tone of voice, just say something so blunt. That's just not how we talk. So if, if, one, if one settles down on that simple word courteous and really starts watching one's relationships, and this is what I'm, I recommend that you do with this, just settle down on the word courteous, polite, like a child, you know, that mommy teaches us to be polite, doesn't she? Or daddy teaches us to be polite. Just watch your relationships with everyone around you and ask yourself, am I actually being courteous? Or am I just taking this person for granted and feeling that I don't want to put out that extra little bit of energy that I would put out for a perfect stranger? I mean, I say this emphatically because in the course of 50 years of living in community, I've seen a lot of relationships that go well and a lot of relationships that don't. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about romantic partnerships or life partnerships, just friendships. And Swami says, if you keep that, just that little bit of distance, now that doesn't sound, you know, uh, people sometimes even rebel 
against that little bit of distance. But this is related to other things we've been talking about this month, where Swami talks about keeping respect, keeping the awareness that this whoever is with you has has a whole reality and a whole destiny. And if they if you're going to walk side by side through any part of life, you know, it's still no matter how close you become, you never cease to be two complete children of God, complete entities. And that little bit of courtesy always keeps you aware that I'm actually with someone else who has their own reality and their own feelings. Even if people grow accustomed to a lack of courtesy, as Swami says, it it takes a lot of the sweetness out of things. You know, it's it's always so touching to see You know, just a moment here. (coughs) It's always so touching to see people who are really old friends who are still kind to each other um, and, and, and still have that little bit of courtesy. So what does courtesy actually mean? You know, courtesy is partly is just uh, mannerisms in society, the way you sit, the way you dress, the way you address someone else, the um, taking the trouble to use three words instead of one, to use language that's attractive, to always be inquiring and inviting and never assuming. When I worked for Swami Kriyananda, which I did in in the 70s for about four years, I was his secretary and also, over time, I, I became essentially what you would call a personal assistant. And from Monday to Friday, most days, and sometimes on Saturday too, I would show up his, at his house at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and then I would often stay uh, through the evening, cooking dinner, doing work, typing a manuscript, or whatever it is that needed to be done. Every single time when I showed up, I never once went into his house. Now, that's not, let me say this accurately. If I walked in and he was in the middle of, of writing something, in which to say the typewriter was going really fast, he at that point he just lived in this house. It was a house, but it was actually just a big dome with partitions in it. I would always walk in, I, we, it was usually several of us, would walk in very quietly because if he was typing, he wouldn't stop until he'd finished his thought. But as soon as he finished his thought, or if he wasn't typing when we came in, he, he never failed to greet us with a great deal of kindness and enthusiasm. It, it was never like an assumption, oh, it's just you. And often he would stand up, walk around the partition, and actually look at us, greet us. You know, sometimes he would, he would call across, but more often he would get up from his desk, he would walk around the partition, he would look at us. And often he would say, to what do I owe this great honor? Which meaning your arrival at this place. Now, it's because we came every day and I worked for him. That's what he owed this great honor to. But it wasn't a pretense. It was the sight of us, his friends. He was just felt honored that we'd come to see him. And as I said, he wasn't, it wasn't flattery. It was just genuine. I'm just genuinely glad to see you. To what do I owe this great honor? Or his common greeting for all of us was, hello, great souls, he would call us like that. And again, it wasn't flattery. 
And it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a trick. It was just he would see us. He would see the divine light in us. Hello, great souls. And he, it just like, it was never like, oh, there you are. Now, think how, how much, and I, think how much when people live together. People just walk in and out and they never talk to each other, even people who love each other. They just, somebody comes in, you don't say hello, you don't greet each other, you don't walk over and, and you know, just acknowledge each other's reality. People walk in and out. I don't mean you have to be exaggerated, but if there's a guest coming to your house, you walk to the door and you greet them, don't you? And if there's a guest leaving your house, you walk, you walk them out. You know, I always think, what do I do when Swami Kriyananda comes? When Swami Kriyananda would come to visit and I would suddenly know he was at the door, I wouldn't sit in the living room and wait for him to come up. I would stand up. I would walk over. I would welcome him. That's courtesy. That's courtesy to our guests. Why are we different with the people who are close to us? Now, I'm not talking about a false formality, but I'm talking about remembering, remembering that if I would treat a a perfect stranger this way, how much more important it is to treat the people who are close to me. That I always want them to know that I'm glad they've arrived. I always want them to know that I wish them well as they depart. Why would we not? Because you see, the way close relationships gradually disintegrate is because little by little by little we take away the common considerations. And it happens a little at a time. And then pretty soon we're not remembering anymore. We lose respect, we lose courtesy, and then pretty soon we're arguing about nothing. And what we're really arguing about is because the essential uplifted connection has been corrupted. It's just been corrupted by neglect. Why do we do that to each other? Because it takes more energy It takes more consciousness. It takes a constant selfless giving. A couple of days earlier on this, we were talking about loyalty and respect is is more important than love because it focuses us on selfless giving. There is so much misery in human relations these days. We're just in the most chaotic time. I remember... (laughs) I remember one, I overheard this conversation between two children. Children were about 10. How many grandparents do you have? One child said to the other. And she said, very unusually, four. Oh, she said, I have 10. Because, you know, all the grandparents had been divorced. All the grandparents had remarried. You know, some of the grandparents had remarried more than once. And then the the one talking with 12 talked about how many more presents they got for Christmas and what a great deal it was to have all that many grandparents. But more, I just sat and thought, Mamma Mia, you know, just what a world we're living in right now. And and yes, I know, I'm I'm uh, I'm not a prude. I'm not orthodox in, I'm not fundamentalist in my point of view. You know, as I'm speaking of marriage, Swami himself said, merely to stay together to the end of life does not necessarily represent a spiritual victory. So it's not, this is changing times. Sometimes people have to do many things that they have to do. But oh my, ten grandparents, how much human misery does that represent? And how much of that misery could have been averted 
if people who really had much to offer each other just didn't lose sight of it. They just didn't lose sight of it. In this same context, I remember a little boy whose parents, he was from an in, in, intact family. He, he started going to nursery school and he came in and asked, Mommy, do you have a boyfriend? And she said, no, I, I don't have a boyfriend, I have daddy. She said, he said, well, most of my friends' mommies have boyfriends. <laughs> you know, he couldn't quite put the pieces together, he was four. But yeah, most of my friends' mommies have boyfriends. How much human misery does that represent? Maybe ultimately we get it straight. And you might not think that something as simple as be courteous, because it will preserve, it will keep things kind and sweet and interesting and respectful and loyal. You might not think it it, uh, has that much power. But it does. Because I've watched the opposite a great deal. I've seen it happen. It's just like, because when everybody starts, you know, when the baby is small, when the children are young, when the relationships are new, when the mother-in-law is just met, everything starts out with all this optimism and often this very deep, positive feeling. And we don't respect it enough. We don't preserve it enough. We don't recognize how exceedingly vulnerable it is. There's there's a wonderful couple who are part of Ananda and I they just they have this way and I so admire it. You know, whenever he would come home or she would come home, whoever had been out, you know, the 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 one who was at home would always just step forward with such a happy look on their face. And I mean I watch them from time to time and I would just think it's just I mean it was just so sweet. And their relationship has endured for many, many years. And I think it's part of it is because they follow what Swami did. He came around the corner to what do I owe this great honor? Oh, look, you've come back again. Isn't it wonderful how fortunate I am to have you in my life? Why do we save that up for special occasions? Watch yourself. Watch how courteous you are to the people who are closest to you. And then try to begin to bring more of that in and see what effect it has on, the, on those you, you love who are closest to you. Swami says, Be courteous equally to friends, foes, and strangers. Courtesy will win you respect <clears throat> and cooperation. And courtesy to friends will preserve that slight distance between you, which keeps friendship ever fresh, alive, and interesting. Joy to you, my friends.